Let's get this thing started. Woman's past. My girl basically just sent me this post on um, Instagram. My white girl talking about how she um, was banging about 10 men or some, some mad number of men in the club, jumping from what this guy to that guy to that guy to that guy, and yeah, all around the club, just banging man, just banging man, just banging man. And um, obviously, this girl was on some kind of podcast. I think it was um, No Jumper, because I recognized the guy in that. And my girl must have sent me a message on Instagram after she sent me that post because I just responded mad. Get me? The girl's in the club and she just ju literally jumping around, banging with me. I wish I could have the tick to throw up now so you look and see in it. Boom. My girl must have said something about um, something to do with the girl having a child. Let me see what she said. She's like, oh, how's she not ashamed of herself? Imagine one day she's going to have a child and that. Uh, yeah, this is the thing. The gallem, well, go on, fam. The gallem need to realise that their past matters. Your past will catch up with you. The other day I made a video because um, Kim Kardashian got refused going to the Queen's um, Jubilee thing. What do you think the Queen is going to want to let Kim Kardashian, a woman with a sex tape, attend her party? This is the thing. People are deluded nowadays. People think money buys class. People think, oh, because they got money, they're entitled to enter certain clubs and that means they're a certain caliber of human. Nah, 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 nah. You sleep around, you got sex tapes flowing on the internet, you mark yourself out for good. Your past will catch up on you. A man, we can sleep with 50 girls in a year. The man, they will rate us. The gal, them, they might have something to say about it. But at the end of the day, we will know that gal like man that are able to get a lot of gal in it, yeah? Don't listen to what these idiots say, yeah? These girls will say, oh, no, I want a man that just get me, is loyal with that. That's nonsense, isn't it? Um, whereas if it was a gal, if a gal sleeps with 50 men in a year, fuck, 50 men in a lifetime, she's marked out for good. Literally, there's bare man that will turn her down for the rest of her life, innit? That will say, no, I'll never give her a shot. If you're a porn star, you march yourself out for the rest of your life. Mia Khalifa. Um, you might know who Mia Khalifa is. I think um, she must have married some Swedish... Um, no, before she married this Swedish guy, I think she got divorced to him. She's divorced him now, or he divorced her. So She was married to a businessman. Apparently, he wanted to uh, remain anonymous. The fact that you want to remain anonymous... That should tell you that this is not the type of woman to marry in the first place. So he's an idiot for that. He's an idiot for, for wanting to marry a porn star and he's an idiot for wanting to be anonymous. Um, if you need to be anonymous, if you're ashamed of who you're married, why marry that person? This goes for man and girl. But recently she married a Swedish guy and um, I think he divorced her or something like that. The past will catch up on you. Girl, them need to protect their reputation. Pass a catch up on you. All these gals that make money off of OnlyFans and that. Some people, some man, some gal might be jealous of them. Like, rah, man, how are you making 10 grand a month, 20 grand a month? 
like I'm here busting my ass. I'm only making two grand a month and that. Don't worry about them people there, then get there on OnlyFans and that. Yeah, what comes fast goes fast. See, there comes a time, yeah, where they're gonna be at their peak and it from there it's just gonna be a decline. They're not gonna be able to maintain and they're not gonna be able to turn over the same amount of money that they turn over every month. All things come to an end. Um and there comes a point where things are going to decline and that. So imagine, yeah, these girls that is uh, uh, leasing Lamborghinis and all them things there and um, uh, buying up all these properties and that. When their money declines and that, imagine they're earning 20 grand a month. When their money goes down to 10 grand a month, well, they might not be able to maintain all these properties, maintain this Lamborghini and that. What they have to start doing is start making cutbacks and that. It's okay. She had five properties to begin with. Boy, do you know what, yeah? I need to get rid of them three properties and that, innit? Because I can't maintain this lifestyle no more, innit? Because obviously my um my OnlyFans money is going down. Like I'm getting 10 grand a month instead of 20 grand a month. Boom. Gets rid of the free properties, gets rid of the Lamborghini stuff, driving the Mercedes. Yeah. Next thing you know, she's down to her last property, uh, a four or five bed house. Next thing you know, she has to sell that and downside. It's just a decline, decline. Not to mention the fact that. No man in his right mind who is a successful man is going to want to take this girl seriously. See when you see when these girls do OnlyFans and that, they mark themselves out for the rest of their life. Even me, I've marked myself out for the rest of my life, sort of. Yeah, as, long, as long as man don't get too big at that, I kind of mark myself out for the rest of my life. Could you imagine me going to work for a local authority? If I was still working for Harringay Council, I wouldn't be working for Harringay Council, if you get what I'm trying to say. With my content and that, talking about this, talking about that, they would have. They wanted. They even had a problem with me. This is how you know these people are so fucked. HR so far. They even had a problem with me starting up an electrical limited company. I'm not working during the, my my paid contracted hours, which is eight to four. I'm not doing my own business between that time. They just want to be all up in your business and that. So imagine me having a channel where I'm talking about this. The streets, the roads, uh, women, this and that, and fuck this and Black Lives Matter and uh, uh, black people. I would have been gone a long time. A long time. What? You're saying what? The crypto mad right now, my free can, uh, free can, free care funds were stolen in the tent, 100 millimeter hat. Boy, I, I, I mean, I don't really listen to social. Uh, don't really on social um sorry the news and that then again it would be on the internet news on the social media and I didn't even know about that um but still like I said in previous videos in it yeah man's never gonna 100 percent knock the bitcoin and the cryptocurrency at that I just don't like the idea of people wanting to do it instead of getting a nine to five so like I've said in one video before what the hell was the name of that video why I hate cryptocurrency and bitcoin and that if you want to do it on the side, on the side, I said it exactly like that. If you want to do it on the side, that's cool, yeah. But don't you dare make that your full-time occupation. And I'm a crypto Bitcoin currency trader. Nah, fam. Get a proper skill, get a trade and that, and try and make a business out of that. Yeah, don't be relying on some stupid internet sensation to change your life. Um, but yeah, so yeah, women, they, their past will, will, will catch up on them, innit? Yeah. Like I said before, Kim Kardashian, whether you is 15 and that, you get me? 
her youths could be in a class and the boys in the class could be looking at videos of their mum getting piped up on a sex tape, an amateur footage sex tape. Mia Khalifa, when she has a son, get me, Cherokee, Pinky, the whole of them, Lacey Duvel, the whole of them, the whole of them, they mark themselves out. They, before, before they've even conceived, before they've even got pregnant, they're embarrassing their youth, because these girls don't think long-term. Why did they not just decide to become a female rapper? I know it's not for everyone, but why didn't they just decide to become something else? You know what I'm saying? Like, foolishness, man. So, yeah, you posting up naked pictures of yourself for that, you're embarrassing your use. Yeah, you might not have no use now, but every woman wants to pretty much reproduce. So you're embarrassing your youth before you even flipping get pregnant, man. I've never seen that, you know, but I'm definitely going to check it out. It's called Kick Up Dust, yeah? Oh, Kicking Up Dust, okay. Let me, let me see it. But yeah, it should be good. Where's he from? What, what area is he from, though, Sir David? What's it called again? Kicking Up. Never heard of the channel. Oh, I've seen his face. I've seen his face. I never watched any of his, of his um things. Like, I think I see like made you think post it up on one of them, one of them blog pages. Then post it up. But um, okay, he's on. I'm assuming that he went on the RTM podcast because I see him with Young Spray. Okay. I wonder if he was on that episode. Oh, is he from East London? Oh, Brum. Yeah, okay, Birmingham. Because there was one, um, I ain't watched the RTM podcast for time. But um, yeah, there was one where there was these two Asian brothers. Yeah, no, nah, that's not the episode. Okay, I see the RTM one now. Season three, episode 10. Okay. Um, but yeah. Obviously, the main talking point today is when the Badman thing gets peaked. But obviously, that's going to come a little bit later, isn't it? Don't know how long I'm going to be on this live stream for. But, you know, I always like to talk about other things, isn't it? So, um, see this. Yes, Jay. What's going on, Batman's nephew? And he's got recently, when my worked for Tesco for 35 years and was what a fucking idiot that's a like you have no ambition yeah i've even made videos forget about 35 years i've made videos talking about one time when um one of them little podcasts take there with the man them yeah and there were black you i think this is a lot from south london or something in here this black you they're talking about oh black people can't prosper black people have um, a hard time progressing as managers and stuff and becoming from employees to managers and that and this black youth's talking about he worked at TGI Fridays for six years and didn't get a promotion. Brother, what are you doing working at TGI Fridays for six years, fam? Yeah, a year and a half, two years, whilst you're in uni, blood. But six years, fam. You deserve not to get promoted and that. You've been there too long, fam. 
I'm sure my man working at TGI Friday for six years, they'll put you up in the Hall of Fame, longest serving employee and that. Them jobs, them man, just get me six months and cut through and, and get me, keep it moving and that. So for a man to work at Tesco for 35 years, oh, he's an idiot. In one of my brethren, this was time ago, us man 17, 18 and that. Um, and I think, yeah, he got a job at Sainsbury's and he was saying that there was one white man there. Uh, he'd worked there for like 20 years and that. Just stacking shelves and that. I've met man on these jobs in this Northampton area, innit? Yeah, a white man had told me that, yeah, they've been working at Tesco's for like 10 years and that. And I just shake my head. Shake my head. Imagine doing the night shift at Tesco's for like 10 years and that. Like, come on, man. No one's put on this earth to be stacking shelves, man. Like, unless you get me, you got some, some issues and that, then yeah, maybe you should be doing some, you get me, job like pushing trolleys and stacking shelves and that. Uh, for a long period of time but if you ain't nothing wrong with you six months a year or something like that keep it moving bro. keep it moving man work at tgi friday for six years blood i'm wondering why i didn't get promotion and these are the same man so it's like man they make me laugh you know man they will moan about oh i worked at tgi friday for six years and i didn't get a promotion and that but then they will be on Instagram and have the audacity to be looking at these top tier 10 out of 10 girl and thinking that, yeah, I'm entitled to smash these girl. No, fam. Ain't no girl, no top tier 10 out of 10 girl going to want to smash you if you be working at flipping Tesco's, oh, sorry, TJ Friday for six years and that. Yeah, if you're some youth who's like 16, 17, 18, yeah, they don't care about money and that. But no girl is over the age of 23, 24. And that's going to want to be looking at an old man that's been working at TGI Friday for six years. Man will have the audacity, you know, to be looking at top tier girls. You get me scrolling, swiping, going up and down and that. And then thinking that, yeah, I should be entitled to these gal and that. But you got some idiot bullshit job, blood. You ain't ambitious. Oh, man. These girls, these girls on, on Instagram and that, yeah, the nicest one. Your favourite top five, top six, top ten gal. They're getting hit up by rappers, footballers and that. And what, you think you're going to come with your TGI Friday uniform and bag them? The girl wouldn't even want to, to date you at T, for a free meal, yeah? Knowing that you work at TGI Friday. What, what, what's the point? What's the point? She, she can get that guy over there to pay for her meal for her. And fly her across the country. To Manchester. What's going on, Manchester boy, M15? Man's representing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I was saying in that video, I was talking about man complaining about um, not being able to progress a, as a black person to a manager and that. Being a manager is not for everyone. See, people think, yeah, oh, I should be entitled to be a manager and that because I've been at the company for six years. No. There's a lot more that goes into being a manager. Are you the first man on the job? Are you the last man out the door? Um, are you on time? Have you got good leadership skills? Do you have an air of authority where people will listen to what you got to say? Do you remove your emotions and your friendships and think about business? Do you prioritize business? So, for example, even if that guy over there is your friend, if he's not pulling his weight, are you willing to get rid of him for the sake of the business and that? These are the, 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 the things that make someone a manager. You know, People think that they should just become manager because they've uh, gone for the interview, the internal job interview, 
Or oh, they've been there for six to ten years. No, fam. No, 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 no. What's your paperwork like? Yeah. How, how many times are you calling off, calling off sick? How can you be a manager if you're off sick every few months and that? How can you be a manager if you're always on sickness monitoring and that? These, these are the things that man them don't consider when they're going for these jobs and that. They just think, oh, yeah, I've been here for long enough and that I should become manager. Nah. No, 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 no. Are you willing to work for free? Um, sorry, well, do over, yeah, well, yeah, doing overtime, working overtime for free, that's working for free. Are you willing to do an extra hour once or twice a week or, you know, once or twice every two weeks and that? There's some man, you know, us black people, and if I ain't getting paid, I ain't doing it. Well, that's the reason why you ain't going to be uh, promoted to manager. And that. A lot more of that just goes into becoming a manager than just, uh, being there, being present. Come on, man. Stupidness, bro. When I was at that infamous Holborn job that I always mention about, I swear, that is going to be on my Ross Clark grave, you know. Worked at Holborn from this date to this date. Uh, done four and a half Ross Clark months without a day off, only one day because I had to do a Ross Clark exam. All of that's going to be on my Ross Clark grave, you know. Man, talk about it so much, like. Um, but yeah, with the with the Holborn job, man was there every day. Every day. Apart from that one day, like I said, man had to take a day off to do an exam. And I was vexed. I was vexed because on that day that I took off to do the exam, I had to pay £200 to do the exam. I, I wasn't able to earn £400 that day. So I lost out £600, basically. So imagine a Sunday is worth £400 to me. I had to take the day off, so I lose £400. Then I had to pay £200 to do the course and do the exam the same day. I was vexed. I was vexed. But my managers, my superiors, so I was a manager. My superiors, the director and the, the director's director, them and pro, my project managers and that, if someone said to them, oh, do you know what? We're going to need one of the supervisors slash managers to come in in two months' time because we've got this important week or an important weekend in two months' time. Who can we rely on to come in out of everyone in the company? They will say Jelani. They will say me. The command did not take a day off. Yeah, They even wanted to try and ban me from one of the weekends. One of my managers said to me, yo, nah, you ain't coming in. He was like, I don't know, Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday evening. He said, this, this weekend, you're not coming in. I start having a shock, you know. Oh. So anyway, later on, a couple hours later, in it, my project manager said to me, all right, Charlie, you can come in, in it, yeah, but I need you to go and help out the man there. Whatever you need. Whatever you need, yeah? Man, yeah, whatever you need, it? Because the Saturday, I'm earning like 350 and then the Sunday, I'm earning 400 What, 750 for two days? I'll do whatever you need. Yeah, if you want me to sweep the toilets out as well, that's cool. Let me stack my bread, yeah? That's what allowed me to buy my flat around the corner, yeah? That four and a half months of hard grind. Mm. No, no, no. It's not the same guy, because um, I did mention carpet cleaner, but the guy is a window cleaner. But obviously, if you mention Window Cleaner's name, I ain't going to verify it because I don't want no one to get angry and then have to fuck them up in it, yeah? So it's all, I ain't even going to 
You get me? But uh, these girls have these out of this world bougie type of you get me high standards and I'm like, get out of here, but are you telling me, oh yeah, I wanna go to um tell me about I think she said that yeah, some other guy must have took her to lobster in West London and that like basically hinting that I must take her to West London to get lobster. What well, get out of here, man? Get out of here. These people in Ching Chingford, yeah, on the other side of the A406, on the other side of the, the River Lee and that think they're bougie and that. What? Because they live in a more suburban area and their parents own their property. Talking about man, I have to take you lobster at the age of 17. Do you know where man's from, blood? Man's from Edmonton, blood. About take you lobster. You going mad? You think I ever even been out on a date at them times there, like them ages there? 17. I was on road about dates. My dates was in my bedroom. Dates. Free yard, obviously, innit? And then years later, the girl gets breathed by a window cleaner. Come on, man. Out of all the men in the world that you could have picked, you decided to pick a man who's a window cleaner. But yeah, no, it's not it's not that carpet cleaning. But obviously, I did mention doing a window cleaning thing, a carpet cleaning thing in it, because man in my lazy, man in what don't want to study. Man would rather, you know what? What can I do that requires no skill and I can get paid quickly? Yeah, fuck it. A man will become a window cleaner. This is your, this is what you do the whole day. This. Oh, sorry. This is what? Wow. Amazing. Man, you put on this planet to be a window cleaner or a carpet cleaner. Yeah, I won't put on this plant to be no rascal um electrician, but fuck. At least I'm fucking got some kind of skill that's in demand. You know, we can do without our windows clean. We can do our rascal ourselves. There's people who are lazy, they can't be bothered. People cannot do electrics themselves safely. Yeah, any any idiot can have a goal. I go to all these tennis houses all the time. They tell me, oh yeah, man. I, uh, I tried to connect up the wires and it blew me across the room and that. Yeah, leave it to the professional, fam. Can't learn off of YouTube. You, you dumb. Those are David. What are you talking about, fam? Fam, you're from Wolverhampton, cuz. You should know if if you should know that Loughton is supposed to be like a rich man's area. Now, I swear you even said you went buckers too. Tell me right now, fam, did you go to a school in Buckhurst still? Because I'm sure someone in the live stream, long time ago, like when I first was starting to do it or whatever, innit? someone told me that they used to go to a, a school, a secondary school in Buckhurst still. I'm sure that was you, fam. Because it's not that far to travel from Wolverhampton. So you should know, cuz. Yeah, that's, get me. Even Alan Sugar, as, a, as his, his mansion or whatever is in, in, in Loughton. Yeah, because I certainly know he ain't got no mansion in Tottenham or Edmonton. Yeah, man, Loughton is, you get me, all them, them, you know, them fake people from Essex. They will drive all the way from wherever they're from in Essex just to sit outside the coffee shops in Loughton. Foolishness. There's certain people, they just want to be in a certain area just to say, yeah, I hang around in this area. Yeah, 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 I remember you, fam. I remember you, cuz. 
I remember you, dog. But yeah. Yeah, I remember you said that in it. But yeah, Blackman, man, that's get yeah, me Buckhurst too is nice as well. It, it ain't no cheap place to buy no property, I'm telling you, fam. Loughton, Loughton's a nice area, man. Me, I won't fit in with them people there, innit? Yeah, them bougie, get me them trendy people there, innit? I won't fit in with them people there. I, even a couple of times, man, man, um, walk down Loughton High Road and that, and I just, yeah, I'm out of place. Man's out of place. Ellison, there's seven of you lot in this chat, yeah, um, watching right now, innit? Yeah, put down your ass clock. Uh, where you're from and that, innit? Yeah, and get involved in the chat. Shouldn't it just be Dorsa David talking in the Rust Cup chat? Most of your friends lived all for them, Wolverhampton, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, one thing I want to talk about as well, innit? So, um, I made a video about this the other day. And then I made another video following up. I ain't released none of them yet. But basically, these guys were talking about if they go to a club and that, if they got nice watches on, they have to move a certain way. I've got my window open so I can hear people going past on motorbikes. So anyway, if they got nice watches on, they have to move a certain way in it. Yeah. So just hold that thought in it. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get back to it in a second, innit? So boom, man's made videos in the past saying that blood, if you feel like when you're going to this particular shubs, this house party, this rave, if you feel like, oh, it could get on top and I need to carry something to protect myself, don't go, fam. Go somewhere else, blood. It can't be that important that you need to go. Yeah? Because certain times, um, you could be going tooled up and that, yeah? And, or you, you might even be with a bunch of men and you're not even tooled up. You might be with people that are tooled up. If they do something to someone, you know you're going to jail as well. Yeah, fam. You know how much man is in jail right now for joint enterprise? I met some fucking idiot. I told, I mentioned this guy now that I still feel like slapping him right now, innit, yeah? I met him 11 years ago on the wing in ISIS. This fat prick from Catford. He tried to lie to me and try to say, yeah, he shot someone. So that's why he's in jail. Barely, man. This is the same man that's doing a man's hair on the wing, you know, like some gal. When I came out of jail, I told one of the men them, I said, oh, I met this youth from Catford. He said that he burned someone, so that's why he's in jail. He said, well, he didn't burn no one, that fat piece of shit. He was with the man them in the club when they shot someone. He was just there. He didn't pull the trigger. He didn't even hold it, cuz. This is what happens when you're with man and they do something, fam. Yeah, the judge, the judge is not playing about. The judge ain't been playing about for the last 20 years with this joint enterprise team. Bear man right now. They lost 10 years of their life. Just because they're rubbing shoulders with the wrong man. I had to tell one of my cousins, one time me and him was in a club, um, corner shop in Shoreditch. Was we in the club or was we outside? One of the two, anyway. But I know we was going to corner shop that day, innit? Ah, oh, fam, I forgot my Rambo, you know. I said, what? I was like, blood, listen. Nah. So anyway, the next time man caught up with him, like a family party or something. I said to him, blood, because he was like, yeah, we're going. I said, fam, we're not going out again, fam. I'm not rolling with no one that's carrying a knife. The car, I could be driving my car, yeah? And he's my passenger, because he don't drive. Well, he didn't drive at the time, and I don't know if he drives now. Anymore. I could be driving my car. He's the passenger. He could see someone he don't like, 
jump out of the car, go and stab them, and even make off in a different direction. But my license plate is on camera. London is the most watched city in the world. Man. So the jury, they're not going to see it as, oh, this innocent uh, young man or whatever was with his cousin who's a maniac with a knife. They were just going out to a club and his cousin happened to see someone he don't like. No, they're going to say you was riding out. Fam. You was riding out, blood. I could try and convince him all I wanted. You was riding out, blood. That's what it looks like. It looks like it was a ride out. 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, you're both wearing dark clothing or whatever, in it, Yeah. I might get away with it if I was wearing a blazer or something, innit? But yeah. He jumped out the car, he stabbed someone, he made off that way or got back in the car. Regardless, you're both in on it. You're both in on it. So, yeah, if you feel like when you need to go to a certain establishment, rave or this place, that place, or that, and you need to carry something with you, don't go, fam. Don't. <clears throat> Nearly choked there. Don't go, cousin. <clears throat> don't go. Now, the point I was going to make is um, this certain man, well, I was watching this little podcasting or whatever, in it. Couple man. They're saying that, obviously, them man, they got nice watches. Breitling, AP, Rolex, um, Cartier, them type of watches. They're 20, 30, 40K watches and that. And they said, when they go out to the clubs and that, and they got it with them, yeah, they have to move a certain way. First and foremost, when they arrive at the club, they have to park their cars in a certain way. Yeah? So I learned this from my older cousin. I always park and I reverse in so that I can just jump in my car and go. But before I was driving, when I used to just maybe go shopping that with my cousin, I always used to say, I said to him one time, why do you always reverse in so you can get me? And he said, just in case any madness has happened, I've made it a habit of reversing in so I can get in my car and just go. And it's funny that these guys have said that. So he said that when they pull up to a club and they know they got their watches with them or whatever, really, they always park their cars in a way where they can just get in and drive straight off. And it's funny that they say that because I did see a podcast where this guy was from the ends went down to Birmingham and some guy started shooting at him. But because the driver parked facing forward, they had to reverse out and that, and then he got slapped over with a gun and that's so, all. Um, so yeah, when these guys pull up to the rave or whatever in it with their 40, 20, 30 grand watches and that, they have to park their cars in a certain way just in case something uh, kicks off or whatever. In it. Boom. That's just when they arrive. When they're in the club, yeah, they're having a good time and that. But them man there, they got their eyes peeled and that. Them man there said they don't even go to the toilet on their own. And these stories have been backed up by other people that I know. So I had a barber before on Bouncers Road in Edmonton. He's a yardie, but he kind of spent a lot of time over here in the UK and that. But he's still a yardie by, by nature. And, it's boom. and he said to me that when he used to go to the raves and that, if he had like a big watch, um, uh, a big chain and that, he said they will never go to the toilet by themselves. And I said, why? He said, because that's where most of the robberies happen in the toilet. I think about it. You're in the toilet, a man might clock you going to the toilet, whatever, and it follow you in there, pull out something. What are you going to do, fam? You ain't got nowhere to go. You really want to tussle with a man with a with knife? Mama's just going to push it straight in your chest, fam. Is it really worth the chain? So, you stand a better chance of, you get me, a man not even trying to ting with you if you go with one of your bridges into the toilet. And that. Especially if you're not armed and that. And like I said, man, don't promote anyone arming themselves. And that. 
So the man them in the club, when they know they got their watches with them and that, they don't go to the toilets on their own through fear of getting robbed. So they go to the toilet with their friend, like a little child and that. You know when you was a little child and your dad had to take you into the men's toilet and that? That's, that, that's what these men have to do. Then, when they leave the club, they don't go out of the club on their own. They have to go out with like three, four, five men. All through fear of getting robbed, fam. Blood, why are you going to establishments where there's people that can rob you for a 20, 30, 40 grand watch? See, this is the problem, yeah? And I made a video about this the other day. It's like the big fish in a small pond syndrome. A, a broke, a broke uh, black man with a broke mentality wants to be the richest man in a club full of poor, broke people. If you can afford a 20, 30, 40 grand watch, why are you not around business owners, CEOs, serial entrepreneurs, serial property entrepreneurs and that? Because these are the types of people that can afford a 20, 30, 40 grand watch. Why are you not around those types of people? Why are you in a club where there's a VIP section? Yeah. You know, when you go to these, there's certain establishments, certain parties and that, and certain functions that you could go to, there's no such thing as a VIP section. Everyone in that Ross Clark place is a VIP. Why do you want to look rich in front of broke people for? You're in a place where man can just pull out 20 pounds and get into the club and then potentially rob you for your 20, 30 grand watch. These places that man's mentioned about where CEOs, entrepreneurs and that all go, you can't pay. Your name needs to be on a guest list. Like I said, there's no VIP section. Everybody is a VI Ross Clark P. Dumbness. Dumbness. You, you, you go, why are you going to a club with a 20, 30, 40 grand watch? You think, man, they really think that's going to get all the gallum and that. You will go to a club with a 20, 30, 40 grand watch. A girl will walk past you and not even notice you. You think these girls really know about these watches and that? And then, let's say you do get the girl's number. You get the number and they're playing games. They, you get me? They're hitting you up. You try to set a date with them. Eh. Then they'll hit you up a couple of days later. Oh, how's your day going? And I say, hold on a minute. I'll ask you out on a date. Yeah, you're not even, you get me? You're changing the subject. All for girl. All for girl. I'm not saying don't own a 20 grand watch and that, but I'm saying it all in moderation and that. Yeah, these are the same man that own these 20, 30 grand watch. They have no property. They got youths, but the youths is struggling in school. They ain't got the youths uh, education pattern. They're not even paying for um, to private tuition, not private school, private tuition. Extra few sessions in the week so the kid can, you get me, uh, get better at maths and English and that. No, nope. what's on my left wrist is more important. Told you lot the other day in the live stream. There's men that are right-handed drivers, yeah? They're right-handed, yeah? Their right hand is their more dominant hand. But what they're doing is they're holding the steering wheel with their left hand and filming. Do you know why? Because their Rolex, their AP watch, their Breitling, their Cartier is on their left arm. And they're filming. Come on, man. All to stick that on Instagram to make people like it. Foolishness, fam. Foolishness, blood. So yeah, that's that's that that's one of the issues with people in our community. In that we want to look rich in front of broke people. 
Why not be one of the rich people and just blend in? Why do you need to stand out? Why do you need to for, for, force it? Like, get me. If you're the man, you're the man. Yeah, you don't need, yeah. Man will, man should know you, not because of what watch, because of your name. Get me what value you bring to the rascal earth. What your accomplishments are, innit? You can buy all the jewelry you want, but the aura don't come with it. Mm. It's dumb, man. And then they get peeled and then they wonder why. Yeah, that will not be me. I will never, like, yeah, I'll buy a £1,000 watch. I was looking at them the other day, like a little Gucci watch or LV or like a Hugo Boss. I'll spend a £1,000 on a watch. It's nice to have a little watch, but there's a big difference between spending a £1,000 and 10 grand, much less 15, 20, 30 grand. Yeah, when you've got 10 grand to spend on a watch in cash. Bruv, you're on your way to put down a deposit on a property, fam. What are you doing, blood? You almost, you get me, you're halfway through the race, you're almost at the finish line. So to then go on waste, but they, they never even began the race of trying to uh, save money to buy a property. And then what these idiots will do, they will justify buying an AP watch because it goes up in value and that. But they're not dealing with it like it's a, an asset or an investment. I.e., if you do buy an AP watch or a Rolex watch that's going up in value and that, stick it in your safe and don't ever take that out. Take that out on your birthday one day and wrap cling film around your ass clark wrist to protect it from damage. These men are not doing that. They want to wear it every day, fam. Every day. I'm still... I'm still trying to get in the mindset of these people that are heavily into this fashion thing. Because it's just, I just don't get it, fam. I don't get it. I don't understand why people need to... I'm not saying not to look nice. You can look nice on a budget. And when I say a budget, Zara. Yeah, that is affordable clothing. Nice, but affordable clothing, Zara. You do not need to be wearing Balenciaga from head to toe every Ross Clark day. There's nothing wrong with wearing Zara. It's about how it fits, not the brands. I've seen people in their yard just walking around with a Tom Ford t-shirt. I went to one of the tenants' houses yesterday. The girl's walking around with Balenciaga sliders on, but there's holes in the walls in her yard. Mother's life, true stories. The yard was a mess, but there's a pair of Balenciagas on her feet. And then I think she had a, either a Balmain t-shirt on or Balmain sliders there as well. Mad woman. Mad woman. Mad woman. I see a video the other day. They was looking at French Montana's um, car collection and that. And there was a black brother. I don't know, like 35 going on 40 or something like that. My man is walking around with a Louis Vuitton rucksack. But you're a big man. What are you doing with a rucksack, man? He... This guy is not even a big guy, probably like five, nine, under. You look like a fucking school kid on non-uniform day, wearing a rucksack, that's LV. That's not a big man flex, you know? Anyone disagree with me right now, yeah? Think of your uncles or your dad 
who might be 50, 60 years old. What would you say if one of your uncles or your dad, who's 50, 60 years old, came in the yard with a Louis Vuitton rucksack on? You think you lost your fucking mind? My stepdad, if he came in with a Gucci hat on or something like that, I'm like, what, what can't, brother? You all right? You say you, man, flex to be too high up on and too gassed off of um, um, luxury brands and that. I'm not saying don't look nice. Man for look nice. Yeah, when man step out, I ain't got a problem with that. But when you're going too over the top and that, it's, it's, it's stupid, man. Stupidness. Stupidness. All right, let me see. Do you think the sentence in his two lots and you can see some... No, no, no. I don't know. All I know is there's some youths from Edmonton. They went to Tottenham and they stabbed some youth. The youth did not die, yeah, but they got 23 years. And these guys are 22 years old, 21 years old. In my books, that's too long. I don't business what anyone says. This is live and this is not going to get edited, yeah? Some, some youths go into another area and they stab someone, yeah, give them a sentence and that. But it does not warrant 23 years. Not for a stabbing where the person is living a normal life, they haven't got any um, life-changing injuries or nothing like that. Nah, it doesn't warrant 23 years. Maybe a 10-year sentence. Yeah, that's cool. But not 23 years for a man that's been stabbed, but he ain't got no life-changing injuries or nothing like that. It's just almost if he didn't get stabbed. There may be a bit of mental trauma, that's it. But other than that, nothing. No way, fam. No way, blood. That's too long. That's too long. Imagine, yeah? I'm not saying what they've done was right, obviously. I'm saying, yeah, maybe give them 10 years to think about what they've done. Cool. But imagine, yeah, like, you know, like these youths, they're all 21, they got youths and that. They're so young and their sentence is so long that they could be a 21-year-old youth, stab someone, get 23 years, yeah? They could have a youth just before they go jail and that. You know, by the time their sentence is finished that, they could, their youth could have a youth. They could be a granddad, you know? Imagine that. That's how long 23 years is, you know. You could be 21, have a youth, then you go to jail for 23 years and that. When you come out, your youth has a youth, blood. Like you're a granddaughter. Madness. Obviously, every, every sentence is different and um, every little situation is different than that. But... Um, yeah, that's 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 mad still, man. But yeah, let me get into the main talking point of this video because it's nine twenty now, nine eighteen, nine eighteen. So when the bad thing gets peak, so um. The bad man thing's all fun. It's all fun and that. Until it gets on top at all. What you do comes back on top. And man, are looking for you and that. So there was one time, uh, there was Tottenham Carnival going on. Now, obviously, I don't know why I'm going for Tottenham Carnival now, since lockdown, but Tottenham Carnival's always been going on. One time when I was 17, so this was 2010. 110% it was 2010 when I was 17. 
us Edmonton Utes, we got an invite. We got escorted by a Tottenham man who's big in Tottenham. Um, but the youths that I used to roll with, they were all Congolese and Angolan and that. And although, obviously, us lot is from N9 and that, them lot are Congolese and Angolan. So their jurisdiction ain't just within the perimeters of N9. Them man, they got links with other men from Tottenham and that. You understand what I'm trying to say in it? So most youths during the postcode era team, their jurisdiction was bound and the man that they flexed with were just from their postcode. But these Congolese and Angolan youths, their man they were cool with other men from other areas and that. They were literally related to men from other areas and that. So the N9 youths that man used to roll with in that, them not was Congolese and, and, and Angolan and that. But they had, get me, allies on the other side and they, Tottenham man was cool with them or whatever. So boom, there was one Tottenham man, um, uh, yeah, there's one Angolan, Congolese, whatever, in it, from the other side, in it, yeah, but he was cool with the man from my area, in it, boom. So we got invite to Tottenham, yeah, so boom. Bear in mind, N9 news, we are not allowed in Tottenham like that, yeah, this is just get me, it's just what it is, in it, yeah, you know, like back in the day, Tottenham man had beef with Hackney, and man from Hackney was scared to go to Tottenham, and Tottenham was scared to go to Hackney. It's the same with Edmund, isn't it? Yeah. Don't get it. Just, man used to slip all the time. I did a business, innit? I used to always go to Tottenham all the time, innit? But still, if a man G check you, you're from N9, or oh, you got you better be ready to defend your team, innit? Yeah. So boom, we got an invite, innit? Yeah, from uh from this guy that's a Tottenham man, but he's big in Tottenham. Everyone knows his name. I ain't gonna say his name. Um, so boom. We've linked, we've met him uh, at Emma and Green bus station, innit, and jumped on the train. And gone to Silver Street, White Hart Lane, and got off at Bruce Grove. 20 man deep. We're going to Tottenham Carnival, knowing that Tottenham Carnival is gonna have about a hundred man there. Easily. This is this is Tottenham Carnival. This is Tottenham's thing. Yeah. Everyone who's anyone is gonna be out that day. In it, yeah? It's the wrong day to go to Tottenham Carnival. Yeah? Get me. We're gonna be heavily outnumbered. Boom, jumped on the train, 20 man deep. Got off at Bruce Grove, innit? Now, Bruce Grove is a train station, but it's also a road. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people, and I used to think that Bruce Grove was like a little area. It's not. Bruce Grove is technically a road. Anyway, so we got off at Bruce Grove train station and walked up Bruce Grove, which is a road towards Bruce Castle Park, which is on the borders, like, it's on the junction of um, Bruce Grove and Lordship Lane. There's a roundabout there, innit? Boom, us that's jumped off the train, yeah. gassed. Like, we're in the up block now, innit? Yeah. We're not supposed to be there, innit? But we got a pass because we're with a somebody, innit, on that side. Innit? So, boom, us men are walking up the hill now. And you could tell the way we was walking, people would know. Obviously, Tottenham got bear man and they got gangs and that. But even people that are not from, um, even people that are not involved in the gang team, but they're from Tottenham, they're civilian, they could tell. These boys are not from Tottenham, innit? Just the way we was moving, innit? We got in the park now, yeah? After we walked up this long road, innit? It might take us 10 minutes and that. Boom. We got in the park, innit? And you know what? We didn't see no one at first for the first 30 seconds, innit? Next thing you know, four or five men come running over, innit? Yeah? And if I say their names, you're not going to know, innit? Because they're my generation. But I ain't even going to say their names, innit? They come running over, innit? Yeah? Well, who are you lot? Who are you lot? So us man, I ain't gonna say the name of the man them that 
Manchester Road, with it, but obviously, if you're from my generation, you're going to know who it is. If I say Congolese and Angolans, then you're going to know. I ain't going to say them. Boom, sir. It's us, man. It's us, man. It's us, man, isn't it? So, them lot was kind of on a back foot and that, like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. But they still didn't like the fact that we was in their area and that, innit? It's a violation, innit? Like, on another day, you get me? We shouldn't really be there, innit? But true say we was with my man and that, cool. So, um, yeah, we got approached by like, yeah, like five, six men or whatever, innit? With all those 20 of us, five, six men ran over it, but they're still bare man and that, innit? Yeah, just about whatever, innit? So, anyway. We got approached and that, but it was cool, innit? Because obviously we were certain, we were certain someone. So boom, uh, what happened next? We must have went to um, Broadwater Farm now, innit? So us that were in Broadwater Farm, innit? Yeah. Now these times, yeah, we now we've linked up with the Tottenham boys, innit? Yeah? And um, yeah, we've gone to a Broadwater Farm, innit? Yeah? It's only like a ten-minute walk from Bruce Castle Park, and that. I literally were in the farm, innit? Yeah. Man's never been farm like that before, innit? Only one time when I was a youth, like when I was like 12, 13 years old, innit? But this time I'm 17. Man's never been Broadwater Farm like that. I'm like, bro, we're in Broadwater Farm, you know? Like, us, man, N9, man, you're in Broadwater Farm. Like, fam, us, man, should take pictures, blood, just to get me have the t shirt to say that we went there and we're still alive at this moment in time, innit? Because the stories we heard about Broadwall Farm was literally a no-go zone, but it still is a no-go zone, um, after hours especially, in it. So, boom. I'm there, like, obviously, the man in that are with their man, them and that, innit, yeah? But they're not my friends. Get me? They're allies and that. If I'm on road walking, I see them having beef. I'll run over and, and, and back them and that, but they're not my personal friends, innit? But I was with two of my personal friends as well, who were also gang members, also GMs and that. So, boom. Um... I'm just thinking to myself, if shit really hit the fan, yeah, these are the two men that I'm going to be looking out for, innit, yeah? And, um, yeah, so these times, yeah, there's like 20 of us, but there's a hundred of them. I'm not even lying, fam. There's like a hundred of them. Bare man from all different parts of Tottenham, innit, yeah? There's a hundred of them, innit? So, um, it was just like some big link up and that. So anyway, boom, we're walking through farm and that, and literally there's like, oh, 120 of us, no lie, innit? Um, then I ain't gonna say the youth day, but there was some white youth from Tottenham that used to make music. I think he's like, I don't know if he's white, English, but he's got dark hair or he's a Greek youth or something. Anyway, they must have stopped him in the road. I, mean, I think they must have banged him or licked his car or something. He drove off. But boom, we've gone back to Bruce Castle Park where the Tottenham Carnival's going on. And again, man's not gonna name no names, but there's someone who's one of like the biggest names in Tottenham. Um, he was at the carnival and that, like one of the generals of Tottenham. I ain't gonna say no one's name in it. So boom, my lot, yeah, they must have got onto him and they beat him up. Two, two of the man them from my my side, they must have beat him up and that. So next thing you know, like his set, they didn't even back it or nothing like that. Then man, they was a bit stunned and that because he was getting punched up by like three people and that. They didn't even back it. Them man are not on it like that. So anyway, we've kicked out now and we're running now, innit? We're just like, let's just keep it moving in here. So we all ran off now, innit? There's like 20 of us. We ran off. Boom. Um, then we must have... Um, I think we must have... Well, not me. I didn't do nothing to him. But anyway, 
he must have caught his brother. Yeah, I think he raps as well, or he's his cousin or something. I'm a light skinned you, innit? Yeah, them not must have punched him up as well. Then we've ran from the round way, if you know what that is, through Meridian back through NAE, which is up at Edmonton, and then to um N9 and that. So whilst we're running and that, we're laughing like, oh my man from that side, innit? Like the Tottenham general got punched up, rare, 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 laughing, 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 and that. We're laughing as we're running back to the end. When we got back to the ends, when we were at the base, like um, Croyland Road Youth Club and that, it actually sunk in, you know, like what, what actually happened. Like, bro, us man, or them man, whatever in it, you punch up my man. Bam, it's going to be peak now, you know. All the man them, watch. Watch all the man them. All right, safety man, innit? Yeah, I've got to go home and everyone dispersed because we knew the magnitude of this thing now, innit? So anyway... We didn't hear nothing of that situation. But that, that situation there, that was going around Tottenham and North London. And that rock man got punched up by them youths there. It, it was mad. Yeah, it was mad. That story was circulating. Now, this is 2010, yeah? So certainly you lot was all 10 years old at this time, innit? So boom. Um, I only found out years later that... Um, when I say found out years later, I mean like seven years later, I only found out that basically... Some of this guy who's from Tottenham that got punched up, some of these guys actually came to my estate. They're just driving around and they stopped some of my brethren, in it, yeah? who got nothing to do with it. They weren't with me. They got nothing to do with nothing, but they're just my friends. I have bare friends and associates in Edmund. Um, oh, are you, have you seen them, them, them you there, innit? Yeah? And my brethren was like, no, nah, ain't seen none of them. Don't, don't chat to them, man. And apparently, yeah, they were driving around looking for, you get me, us man and that. But we could have got shot that day, fam. Literally. Like, this is a serious man in Tottenham that's known for, you get me, doing drillings back in the day and that. We could have got shot for that. Literally, this is when the bad man take gets beat. Yeah, it's all funny, punch up that man daily. But when the dust settles and that, and then you call, you call and you calm down and that, you realise, blood, us man could be in some serious trouble when that. Like, literally, man are driving around looking for man and they got their gun in their car. Uh, it's when a bad man tick gets peaked, fam. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I'm not gonna lie, fam. Being in a gang was the funniest time of my life, bro. But man, not glorifying in it. Man, keep it 100 in it. But man will never go back to it. But it was the fun, the most funnest, the most exciting time of my life. Being in a gang and that. But it's not fun when you're getting stabbed. Yeah, when you're getting, I ain't being shot at or nothing like that. But I've been stabbed. It's not fun when you're getting stabbed. It's not fun when you're getting chased. It's not fun, like I said, I ain't been shot at, but man are shooting at you and stuff. It ain't fun, fam. It ain't fun. One of the men them that I know who's get me was cool with, man. Like, one of the teammates, he's in jail now for a murder and that. The reason why he's got, he had so much beef with Tottenham because he got rushed back in the day. Um, them Tottenham youths must have went Wood Green, rushed him and he was with his mum and he broke his mum's wrist. Yeah, this is when the bad man thing gets peaked, blood. So he's always, get me, had a vendetta with them Tottenham youths and that. They rushed him in front of his mum and broke his mum's wrist. Yeah. Let me see what this person's saying. I grew up on an estate. I knew I was never built for a role in estate. I, I, I wish I could, but... Yeah, yeah, easy, easy. Easy, man. I might as well talk about when I got stabbed. So, um, these times, it's 2011, yeah? 
I came out of jail. I only went to jail for two months, you know, yeah. Don't get twisted. But I don't know jailbird do two, three, four years. No, I was in jail for two months. Yeah. I was in ISIS. I came out, but I had four months of license. Most people, if they say it to you, they gone out, they come out of jail after two months and they've gone to jail for two months and they come out, their license will be two months and that. But mine was four months. Um my license anyway. Come my, my situation was a little bit different from that average person. I was doing a concurrent sentence. Instead of doing um, six months, instead of getting six months, do three months, I got six months, but I only had to do two months. My case was a lot different to normal people, wasn't it? So, boom, man come out of jail in August uh, 2011, August the 19th. I remember that day like it was yesterday, literally. I remember, I wrote about this in my book, coming out of jail. I phoned up my older cousin the day before. He came to pick me up. The same older cousin who said, who I told you, said, um, he used to park his car a certain way so they can get in his car and just drive straight off. He's picked man up and that. Um, I've gone home and met my little sister when she was six days old and that. Anyway. So, yeah, um, that was in August 2011. A few months later, man's going taekwondo in Tottenham, uh, Philip Lane. Now, man got little beefs and little tit for tat nonsense with man in Tottenham, but man still slip. Man don't give a fuck, fam. Yeah? Boom! Man's getting off the bus at Philip Lane, fam, the, the Philip Lane bus stop to go to Tottenham Green Leisure Centre. I see one new that hangs around with people that I don't like. I don't necessarily have beef with him directly, but you're one of them. So anyway, you know the double-decker bus, how the thing runs? You go downstairs and you get off at the back. I see him because he's fucking tall. He's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he went to my school. He's a year below me, but he's, he's big. I see him with one girl. Um, you know the one there, them sweet boy vibes, innit? You give a girl a hug at the bus stop and let her go and that. So imagine, most normal people get off at the back, the back door and that. Now, I saw him, so I got off at the front. The girl was trying to get off the, the, the girl was trying to board the bus. I walked past her um, and I got off um, at the entrance. So she's trying to get on the bus at the entrance. I've walked off the bus using the entrance and I just banged him in his face, innit? My man just held his jaw and ran. So I'm like, what the fuck is this guy running for, innit? So anyway, boom, man's followed him. Well, I'm going to Taekwondo now, innit? Because literally, man just bang someone and just keep it moving, innit? Yeah? Gone to Taekwondo now and he's thought that he left me or whatever, because he don't know where I'm going and that. He just got punched and ran, over, ran off and that. So boom. I've um, gone to Taekwondo now. He's seen me and he started running again. So anyway, me like an idiot. Me like an idiot. No, nothing to protect myself, innit? Yeah. I've gone taekwondo and come out after an hour and a half. And I saw a youth that I know is from Tottenham that went to my college, hanging around outside the leisure centre after an hour and a half after I finished my taekwondo session. And I just thought it was odd that he was standing there because I know he knows that guy, but everyone knows each other, innit? So I didn't think that them two was bridges. So there's this wall. So I can see one person just standing up. And as I've got past the wall, I can see another person just crouching down. You know, like them weird people that crouch down, that they're going to take a shit and they're smoking a cigarette. He's crouched down on the floor like that, isn't it? Yeah. So I just thought it was weird, didn't it? Like, what is this? Anyway, boom, kept it moving, isn't it? Boom. As I've got out of the car park, and I hear someone shout, Oi! So I must turn around the same two youths that's outside. Um, that was one was crouching down, one standing up. They've approached me in it. 
I just banged one of them in the face, innit? Then they looked at each other, you know. Next thing I know, the youth that I originally punched in the face, he come running over two other men. I kept it moving, innit, yeah? There's five of them. I'm on my jacks. I'm gone. Kept it moving. I'm running with his big taekwondo bag, you know. Ran inside Philip Lane bus garage. And then, um, yeah, I was... I, 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 um, there was no way out. It was one way in, one way out, innit? Yeah? So I was running to the bus garage and that, and it's dark in there, innit? So I just turned around, I dropped my bag in it, and I thought, let me see if I can navigate through there. You know them, them rugby man, them NFL man, try to run through the, the people them and that, innit? Yeah? I must have got past two of them, whatever, innit? Yeah? Next thing you know, one of the youths says, jump. This guy leapt up into the air, fam, and he's kicked me in my chest. I swear, it was like getting a sledgehammer. I felt like I got licked in my chest with a sledgehammer in it. Boom! I lifted up and bam! Landed on the ground. And next thing you know, they come running over. Next thing I know, I just remember seeing the youth that I originally punched in the face, the one that ran away from me, run up to me with a belt in his hand. So he must have took off his belt to lick me with a buckle. And sorry, just before I got kicked in my chest and I flew up in the air and, and dropped down, that you they need to do martial arts, you know. That kick there, fam. I've never... In all my years of fighting in Taekwondo, I've never had someone kick me and lift me off the ground. Never in my life. It still ain't happened to this day. Innit? A man had fights with bare people in Taekwondo. Innit? He had a knife in his hand, didn't it? So boom. Next thing you know, boop, 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 man stepping on man like a crisp packet and that. Then um, I've got up in it. Some black woman's come over who's a bus driver. Innit? I remember in a bus garage, innit? Come over and um, she, I'm getting up now, and like, get off me, get off me. I'm gonna move to them, whatever, rare, 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 innit? Yeah, amping, innit? Then I just see bare blood on the floor, and I'm like, rah! She's like, you've been stabbed, you've been stabbed, you've been stabbed. I'm like, rah! So, anyway, um, they, they stabbed me in my ass, innit? Like, yeah. Obviously, I wrote about this in my book, innit? Yeah, so, yeah, embarrassing and that. But, um, yeah, their man was in hospital for a few days and that. Uh, and then I come out and then, yeah, recover it. Got one of them back on the train still. I didn't use no weapons and that. Well, actually, no. I didn't use no knife, but I had a little pole on me in it. And I wrote about it in my book in it. So if you want to know what happened, then go and check out my book in it. Yeah, wrapped him up nicely on the bus, uh, on, on the train in it, in front of everyone in it. So got my payback in it. Can't hold. If you get smacked up by five people and the chances of you getting all five of them back is going to be slim to none. If you get back one of them, then... Get me, you've done something at least, didn't it? Man, not promoting no violence and that, but if you go around stabbing people, man, you man forget touch, you know. So um, yeah, but I didn't stab no one. Um, but yeah, I was in hospital for I think about a week or something, isn't it? Um, yeah, that was done. It was done for a few reasons, and it really and truly, I didn't need to punch the you because I didn't have no direct beef with him, but he was rolling with man that I don't like, innit? So I was on to everyone. And I even moved to someone in jail because they're with a certain set, they roll with a certain set of man in Tottenham that I don't like. So um, and that then he got my ass whooped as well in jail. It's only one to say one new from Tottenham, he's big in Tottenham. He saved me because he knows my cousin. I didn't know that he knows my cousin. This guy's slightly a op, you know, technically. Um, but he saved me when some hackney used wanted to rush me in jail because um, I tried to move to someone that was hanging around with them and that because they were from Tottenham, innit? Um, yeah. So that, that was a dumb move for me to do um, by punching that you because, like I said, when I came out of jail, I was on, um, 
Yeah, them lot, they, they used to wear green bandanas, innit? Yeah, because you got Beaumont and Bass, innit? But I swear, Beaumont, them man there is from Leighton, though, no? Because you got Drive. Yeah, you got Drive. Them, them Drive used, they wear green bandanas. And then you got Beaumont and Bass, they're from Leighton, and they wear green bandanas. And then you had Oliver Close in Leighton, they wear red bandanas. And then you got Priory Court, they wear grey bandanas and that. But um, but what they did, I don't know what they're not saying now with their, their team. Yeah, it was dumb of me to punch that you for two reasons. For one, and the most important reason, I was on license, you know. So if you get caught doing anything dumb, you're going back to jail. I remember my first week out of prison, I must have beat up someone in the park where man's from in Edmonton. And the community police officers come over, bro, I had to kick. I had to keep it moving. Because if I'd have got arrested, I would have went straight back to jail. I don't know how long for. Maybe the rest of my sentence, maybe a week. But, yeah, it was dumb of me to even punch that you because, for one, he didn't have nothing to really do with the situation that I was in with these, these Tottenham youth. And for two, um, I, I was on licence. So you get caught up in any nonsense and that, you're going to go back to jail. <laughs> Obviously, like I said already, man's not glorifying in it, but I'm saying this is when the bad, this, when a bad man team gets peak, isn't it? Yeah, it's all fun and games. Get me punching up, man, and that in it. But obviously, you know, you're gonna you're gonna feel the wrath of it. But if that's what you think, man's doing glorifying, it's up to you. Innit? But um, yeah, just keep watching, innit? So um, um, yeah, I could end up going back to jail. Um, it just wasn't it, it really, truly, it wasn't worth punching that you in the face. Nah, nah, man, nah, man. He was one of the man, them fam. Yeah, but T.O.A. was one of the man, them, man. Yeah. Now, I was cool with everyone in my area, innit? Yeah, everyone. One or two of my friends, but that look cool, but that's just little something that we have going on and that. But in my area, man was, get me, man was one of the guys, blood. Man, I no beef with no one in, in that. Fam. Um, but yeah, now, my T.O.A. was one of the guys, man. He's cool. But yeah, so yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't have punched that you in the face because um I could end up going in jail. Just wasn't worth it. End up getting stabbed, just not worth it. Just not worth it, man. Uh do, 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 what's next on the list? I've got a little list that I'm working from, so since I'm talking about Tottenham, I mean obviously this person here in it, yeah, they have not watched my thing in it so i'm an electrician man's electrical tester and that in it, yeah if you're new to the channel the whole reason why man talks about this these sort of situations and that the streets and that i'm a black man from edmonton and that is because blood man's got two properties in the uk i've got one in egypt i'm in the process of buying my third one in it so man started this channel to basically tell the people them that blood just because you're a black man that don't mean you have to work twice or 10 times as hard as the white people put it here. Stop listening to this propaganda nonsense. It's nonsense. I see someone post up something the other day on Instagram talking about, oh, you have to work 10 times as hard. I said, no, no, you don't, fam. Stop listening to this crap, blood. It's nonsense. You don't have to work twice as hard as no white man, blood. You don't have to work twice as hard as no rascal white man. Me, I've left most white people my age behind yeah just 
get me? Just apply myself, blood. It's bullshit. Don't listen to these people. Don't listen to no black people when they tell you you have to work twice as hard. It's an excuse for laziness, blood. It's an excuse, fam. Like I said earlier, that 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 you there that was talking about working in TGI Friday for six years without a promotion. What are you doing working in TGI Friday for six years without no promotion? Why are you there? Why are you there, fam? I'm not talking about, oh, I worked in Tesco's for 10 years or Sainsbury's for 15 years with no promotion. Why are you even there in the first place? Imagine I have a family member talking about, oh, I've been working in a brothel for 10 years without a promotion or a pay rise. And what the fuck are you doing in a, a brothel in the first place, blood? Yeah? No, no, no. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Listen, everyone, everyone got to join the channel and join the chat one day, innit? It's cool, isn't it? Obviously, what I say, I expect people to scrutinise and challenge me on it. That's cool, man. But yeah, yeah I was lucky that I didn't get um, go back on license. Uh, what's next? What's next? What's next? Oh, that's what I was going to talk about, Cornell College, because I, was, I, I keep talking about Tottenham, so I might as well just finish this Tottenham team. So, um, so after I got stabbed, this is coming like a story to blood. After I got stabbed, um, yeah, yeah, I weren't really myself for a few, for a week or so, innit, yeah? I weren't bed bound or nothing, innit, but I weren't going to be going running and shit, innit? I've got a couple of holes in my backside and that, innit? So, yeah. Um, a job interview for um, an apprentice uh, for Harringay Council came up in it. So um, when I was at, because I had to go probation, like I said, I was on license. I was on license and I had to go probation for four months or whatever. Yeah. And then my probation officer, I had a couple of probation officers, one black man and one white woman. And uh, she said, oh, because I, I mentioned that I was um, doing, I used to do electrical installation studies and that. Uh, before I went in jail, innit? A few months before I went in jail, innit? So um, she knew about that. So anyway, um, she said, oh, there's a job come up um, for an electrical apprentice at Harringay Council. But um, the only thing is, obviously, you live in the borough of Enfield. Though you're from Edmonton, which is your town, obviously, your borough is Enfield, innit? They need someone that has a Harringay postal address. It was, she was like, boy, have you got any family members you could use their address to say that you live there and that? And I'm like, which one do you need? You know, I've got bare family in Harringay, much less, let alone Tottenham in it. So, boom, I just use my grandma's address, my great grandma's address on Turnpike Lane in it. Yeah, boom. And said that, um, yeah, man, lived there in it. So, boom. She's like, okay, cool. We're going to use that address, Turnpike Lane, N8, um, Harringay. Um, yeah, it comes under the bar of Harringay, N8. So, anyway, boom. Got the job interview in there, and she's like, "Yeah, here's the details for the job interview in it." Yeah, I looked at the address. I said, "Nah, this can't be right. What a rascal is this?" The job interview was at Broadwater Farm in Tottenham. What? What do you mean the job interviews at Broadwater Farm in Tottenham? I got little passes with get me one two man over there. I can't be going over there for a job interview. Man, are you looking to ride out over there, letting on a job interview? You know. So anyway, I'm gonna sit there like, "Right, is this is this correct?" Like a job interview at, at Broadwater Farm in in the farm. She's like, yeah. Anyway, so 
Man's got my stuff together. I think I went top shopping and thing there, buy my local trousers and that. You get me? Buy my local wallaby shoes or whatever for this job interview and that. And um, yeah, took my laptop bag. I still got that bag all now. It's all my mum's bag, but I'm, I teeth it from my mum. Don't tell her anything. Say nothing. But yeah, I've had my mum's laptop bag for years now. Honey. And um, yeah, got my certificates and that in there, my CV. And yeah, I had to bring a, a kitchen knife with me in here because I'm not, I already got stabbed recently. I'm not going to Broadwater Farm unarmed. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a sitting duck on this estate. There's nowhere to run. Yeah. There's nowhere to run. Yeah. There's not like, oh, you can run in a couple. No, sitting duck. I don't even know where I'm running. I might as well not run. Yeah. So you know what? I had to go prepared in it because I'm not getting stabbed again. In it. So anyway, um, had the job interview and that uh, got the job eventually in it so um what happened now yeah uh, about a month into it my boss said to me oh um you know you need to start looking at we're going to enroll you at tottenham Cornell college and that and i was like yeah 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 because i was thinking that i'm going to go back to my original college which is in hertfordshire hartford regional around um terms of broxbourne area Boom. Um, I was like, yeah, 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 just brushed it off and that. But then he came back to me and was like, yeah, you know, you need to get the forms and that. Whatever. And I'm like, wow. So anyway, I spoke to some black woman that I know, and she's like 10 years older than man. I said to her, yo, my boss wants me to go Tottenham Cornell College, yeah? I can't be going there. That's long. That's going to be worse than the Broadwater Farm interview because I'm going to be going there three, four times a week, whatever. I'm going to be a sitting duck. Literally, I'm in the heart of Tottenham. None of my friends are there. I'm on my jacks. Some little idiot you could just, oh, I know him. Hey, that's that you. Call a couple, man. There's 10 men outside waiting for me. Yeah, it's long. Education is over, fam. So I said, well, I don't even know how to handle this situation. Like, I remember, man's fresh off the road. I don't know how to talk to a white man about black man problems. I don't know how to approach him and tell him about the postcode. Well, this is a white man. That's a football hooligan. What the fuck does he know about post-cold wars and he's gonna think this is stupidness and that is stupidness but this is reality for me regardless of what his opinion is so she was like listen just tell him be honest yeah and just tell him look it's gonna be a safety issue for me to go to Tottenham Cornell College because of where I'm from the reason why I got the job is because they wanted someone who had a gang prison past experience and that so they know I was involved in gangs and I've been to prison and that so it's not going to be like shock horror. <gasps> oh my God, he's, he was in a gang and stuff. No, they know what my past was about. That's why they wanted me to get the job. So basically at Haringey Council and other places, they've got equality and diversity. So what they will do is they will specifically go out of their way to employ someone who's a Muslim, um, someone who's a transgender, someone who's has a criminal background. You understand what I'm trying to say? They're not just going to get random civilians and that. They're going to specifically get someone who's of that eth um, ethnic minority, that faith. This um, transgender, um, this criminal background, they're going to specifically get people. They're even going to probably get someone who's an asylum seeker because they want it equality, diversity, show that they're willing to employ people from all different ranges and um, paths in life. And that. So it wasn't going to be shock horror that I was involved in the gang team, but I just didn't feel I could talk to the man about that. So anyway, I said to him, his name was Paul, I said to him, yo, Paul, listen, yeah, I can't be going to Colonel College because... I'm from Edmonton and where, where, where. 
no, I didn't. I didn't even tell him I was from Edinburgh because remember I had to lie and say that I was from Turnpike Lane. Anyway, I just said, listen, you know what the postcode thing that's been going on and that it's not safe for me to go to Tottenham College because I'm not from Tottenham. So he was, like, all right, then cool. You're gonna have to go back to your original college. I said, yeah, cool. So um, that's when the bad boy team gets picked. Yeah, it's all well and good being a bad boy and that until you're in a position where you can't be a bad boy. Yeah, you can't be a bad boy 24-7 in, in college, you know. You, you got to study and that. You have to switch it off. That's It's not healthy to be in class, but thinking about every time you go outside, is there 10 guys outside waiting for you? That's not healthy. It's not healthy for the human brain, isn't it? So, um, yeah, that's that's when a bad man thing gets picked. What else have I got on this? Um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. When you go jail, there, yeah, or getting snitched on, that's when the bad, bad T, that's when it gets peaking that. See, everyone's a bad man on the road until they get caught, until they're in an interview room with two police officers saying, oh, well, we got your fingerprints on this, or this guy said this about you, or we got you on CCTV. The reason why most men are in jail right now is because their brethren's put them there, fam. Literally, their brethren's put them there. What happens is, man, they will go out and do a crime and they'll round up five men and they will start picking them apart. In every chain, there's a weak link, fam. Out of five men, one man is going to crack because one man, their circumstances might be different. Yeah? One man, he might have two kids. Yeah? Or one man, he might have a hundred bags. So he don't want to get me miss out on that money or whatever so you might start talking you see it on top boy yeah that's a real situation there with that tool you and duchene and my man's talking about nah i've got a son get me my lawyer what do i need to say in it yeah i need to see my son and that this is a real situation in that yeah this is when a bad man take gets peak and that yeah everyone's a bad man until they're in, in an interview looking at 10 to 15 years um, since I'm on the jail thing, Wagwan Kens, no, I don't, I don't know anyone off the top of my head. I don't know anyone that's got IPP. I know man, a couple men that man used to move with, they're in jail for murder now. But um, I don't know anyone that's, that got IPP. But IPP is the worst, yeah? IPP, yeah, is where you get four years IPP. You know, I said earlier, oh, I got six months, but I had to do two because my situation was a lot different for most people. And I got a concurrent sentence of that. But if you get four years, you'll usually do two, maybe 18 months with exceptional good behavior. But with IPP, if you get four years, you have to do the total four years, then you go up for parole. The maddest thing about IPP, there was a guy, I saw a post on Instagram the other day, fam. A man got four years IPP, but he'd been in jail for 17 years. Blood, the man's four times over tariff, blood. You don't know when you're going home. But some man might be deluded, think, oh, yeah, I get four years IPP and then I'll be going home straight after the sentence, after a couple of months. No, 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 there's, man, there's some man, instead of getting four years IPP, they'd rather get a straight 10, because at least then they know, okay, when they're going home. And you don't know when you're going home. You don't know when you're going home, fam. But that's when they basically feel like you're not fit to be in the general public. 
um, around the general public. You're a danger to society, basically. That might be a gunman, or you might have been in public waving a gun at people. I don't know. But you, you don't want to get 10 years IPP. Um, you don't want to get IPP whatsoever. Because when it comes, when your tariff is over, whether it was the four years or the five years or the 10 years, you still have to wait for the parole people to say, give you the, the go ahead to say, okay, yeah, um, you're, you're free to go and, and, and live your life again. Like I said, there was a guy who got four years IPP and he was in jail for 17 years. 17 years! Long, fam. That is long, blood. You spent almost two decades of your life in jail, blood. Not learn a damn thing. Fuck all them plumbing courses and that when you've got 17 years, blood. It's better than nothing, though. Better than just sitting there, you get me, just getting into fights and that. But blood, 17 years in jail, blood. That's almost two decades, three years shy of two decades of your life in jail, blood. And there's idiots out here who... They, they could say they've done 17 years or two decades of their life in jail because when they add up all their little, their two years here, three years there, or their big five there, or the little Roman time that they've done, then look, a couple recalls and that, some man, they're old enough and they've been in and out of the jail system so so many times and so long, they could say, yeah, I've almost done two decades of my life in jail. But then man, they're, they're waste men, fam. They're waste men, bro. In and out of jail, in and out of jail, in and out of jail. You don't know how to behave yourself, bro. It's like a child that gets keeps getting caught doing the same thing over and over and over again. But most of them, man, they're that, that in and out of jail and that, and they're doing that 20 years. They've done 20 years if they add up all the time. Most of them, man, they're on crap. They have to be. They have to be. I know they ain't no fucking lawyer, blood. Because what happens is, imagine yeah, you get five years in jail. So that man is stressed. Their cellmate is smoking on some chemical production that he's made in his cell. Hey, give me that. Next thing you know, you're hooked on crack and heroin and that. When you come out of jail, you don't just magically stop. Jail is not a rehabilitation place for, for crack addicts and that. You're still going to have your urges and that. So what are you going to go and do? Going to go teeth meat from Asda and that. Get bagged. Then you get recalled. Back in the system, and the, and, and and the cycle repeats. The cycle repeats. Right. So basically, yesterday I was watching this thing where um, it was about knife crime and that. And you know, when I saw this thing, I really wanted to slap the shit out of this girl's mom. This this. Uh, oh, sorry, I wanted to slap the shit out of this boy's mom. This boy's mom basically put him in a position where he got murdered, basically. You know, yeah? This little 14-year-old kid must have got groomed by some older boys in his area. They're from East London somewhere. There. They just said East London. They didn't specify the area. So some boys must have stopped him out on the street. And I think they bought him chicken and chips a couple of times. Then they said, right, you owe us money now, innit? Yeah, we looked after you and that. So now they basically groomed him into starting uh, shotting and that. So anyway... They gave him like 600 pound or 800 pound worth of drugs. And somehow the mom found out that the son had six to 800 pound worth of drugs and she confiscated it off of him. But she didn't confiscate it off of him and give it back to the boys who gave it to him. No, she disposed of it. 
when I was, I was watching this yesterday in my bed because I don't have a TV down there in it. Yeah? When she said, "Yeah, I found the drugs. I took the drugs away from my son. It was worth six to eight hundred pound, and I dis disposed of it. I discarded it." Bam! I put my hand on my face. You know, I was like, "Oh my god, this dumb bitch don't even know what trouble she's put." Did Did she think that these um these youths that are trapping and that that um, have lost their six to eight hundred pounds. Do you think they were gonna say, "Oh, it's cool. It's his mum found it." No, they're gonna want their fucking money, bro. You basically, you, you basically put a death wish on your son's back. You know, literally, you death, you, you literally put bounty on your son's head. These women are so stupid. No man in his right mind would have done that. A man in his logical mind would have taken the drugs, got hold of the drug dealers, and given it back to them. If they don't want to take it, then that's a whole different ball game. That's a whole different story there, isn't it? Yeah. But on, women are so dumb. This is why women cannot raise men. They cannot raise their sons to be men. They don't think logically. You've got drug dealers out on the street. You've got their possessions and that. You're going to take their possession and throw it away. So they've lost their drugs and they've lost money. Do you think they're just going to say, oh, yeah, it's cool. Ah, it's all right. It's only, it's only 600 pounds. It's only 800 pounds. No, it's cool. Dumb woman. Dumb woman. Anyway, obviously the you owed them between six to eight hundred pounds. So now they made him go up to country, and I can't remember what happened. But next thing you know, a car pulled up and he shot him in his head. The boy got murdered. The mum has to take a little bit of responsibility for that. You know, that is the dumbest move ever. When I was watching, I said to myself, if my son ever got caught up, I would take the drugs off of my son and. Obviously, me, I'm a man, I'll go and move to the youths anyway. But let's say I weren't like that. I'll make sure they get it back. If they don't want to take it back, then they'll say that's a different story then, isn't it? But only a fucking dumb woman would take the drugs off the sun and get rid of it. This wasn't a £10 draw of weed, you know. This is six to £800 worth of food. And you don't... Don't you think... You might as well have slapped it off at your son yourself. Come on, man. Now must man get pitched over drugs. When I went country that time, I must have, and I wrote about my book in it. So I said, go, go read the Ross Clark book, fam. But anyway, I wrote about my book. When I went country and that, I must have got nicked up there because I was I had a, a warrant out for my arrest and that. So then I returned back there because obviously I wanted to get my money back because basically the youths that I was shopping for and that they said to me, they're not going to give me the money that I went up there to work for because I didn't do the full two weeks. I need to go up there and do the rest of the time. And right then and there, I knew they might not pay me, but you know what? I might as well take the risk and go up there and get me in it. So boom, cut the long story short, it was getting peak. It was getting it was getting hot. And I thought, you know what, bro, I'm going to end up getting nicked. I see these two white people walking through the park, through where the little lake pond is. They're holding hands. They think they're a couple, but I think they're Jake's. Yeah, I think they're the police and that. This is long. So you know what? Man hid some of the food in the yard, got a cab back to the ends and bust out, blood. Kept my money that I was old, that I was rightfully old and that. And the youths, obviously I turned off my phone, Nick, I don't want to hear no bullshit from them. When I turned on my phone, 50 missed calls, 20 texts and that, where the fuck are you? The youth that I bust out from and left his things behind and that, he um, waited for me at uh, King's Cross um, train station and that. But I didn't take the train. I took a cab back. It cost me £150. Um, yeah. Obviously, they're like, where's the food? Where's the food? Where's the food in it? And I told them where I left it and that. 
So then he's like, all right, cool, I'm going to get my bridging to go and get it. Then he calls me back. Sorry, his friend calls me when he's there and he says, so where is it? And I said, oh, I left it in this cupboard or whatever. Isn't it? And he's like, all right, cool, I'll phone you back in five minutes. Didn't hear from him. But then the friend who I was actually shot him for, he phoned back and said, oh, yeah, my friend went to go and get the food and that, and it's not there, isn't it? Yeah, so you still ask money and I'm like, blood, you, you lot are lying and that. And like, oh, listen, yeah, it's not even actually my, my food that you were shot in this time. You shot it for him and that. Right, just making up all these lies and that. You know what? They weren't going to pay me, you know. They weren't going to pay me. They told me that they was going to pay me five bills uh, five bill, five bills a week, so a grand to go out there for two weeks. They weren't going to pay me. I don't know how they was going to try and finesse, man, but they weren't going to pay me. They weren't going to pay me. So it was a good thing that man ran off with my 700, 800 pound or whatever. Um, that was rightfully owed to me because they weren't going to pay me. I don't know how they was going to finesse, man. Like, ah, oh, yeah, we're going to take you back to the ends and that. And just wait here, innit? Yeah, you know what? Go buy yourself some chicken and chips and we'll be back in a minute. Boom. Boom. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't going to pay, man. Because if, if they was going to pay, man, they would have paid me on a weekly basis or... You know what I'm saying, in it? Like, I've done 10 days up there. If you was gonna, if you was really truly wanting to pay me, you would have just given me the 10 days worth of payment. You understand what I'm trying to say? Why would I need to go up there to complete a further four days? They weren't planning on paying, man. They weren't planning on, because what's the difference between a man who's contracted to do 14 days but only does 10 days? What's the difference if he goes out there or, or not? The line is still going to continue after the four days. You understand what I'm trying to say in here? Like, you don't just shut up, shock, and that's it. After the 40 days, everyone goes back to the ends. No more trapping up there. No. That line is still going to continue, fam. So why does it matter when a man drops off? Get me? It's not like I dropped off because, oh, I can't be bothered. And I got nicked, blood. Who wants to go back up there, what, for the Jakes to see me again, fam? So... They weren't going to pay, man, innit? So it was a good thing I'd done what I needed to do and get out of there, fam. Because for one, I would have got nicked and I wouldn't have got paid. And if you know anything about getting nicked for that, that's easily 18 months do nine or two do one. Easily. Easily. If your first offence and it's not major that you're peddling, especially if you're peddling for someone else, they know, okay, you've been groomed into it or whatever. And you could probably play that card. Oh, I was bullied into it. And that. they're still going to give you a sentence, but... At least then you could, they will know you're not the main guy. You're just a runner. So you get a little light sentence, a little two do one or eight in do nine if you're lucky. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it is no joke, isn't it? But um, so, yeah, that, that that's when it gets peak as well, man. Get me, you're out there and you, you have to remember when you're out in country, you know, but it's not just the police you're looking out for, you know, well, there's other men out there that will try and move to you, you know. What? You're trying to come on this patch? What? Nah, fam. Nah, this is our, our patch, but you're taking my catch, but Now, there's a war. There's an ends war going on outside of the ends. I went out there for some hack news. They must have kidnapped some pecker mutes out there. You get me? What, you're on our patch and that? Now, there's a war going on far away, blood. Yeah? This this place is so far away from the ends. The people in the ends don't even know what the word the ends means, bro. Literally. 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 So you, you go out to the countryside and that. You're trapping, yeah? You're ducking from the feds. 
you're, 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 you get me? You've got to be on your P's and Q's from the man them. A cat might write you off, you know. But there was a, a U in Enfield got killed by a cat. Yeah? In his sleep, beat him up with a hammer and then got a knife and stabbed him. So you're ducking from the Jakes. You're on your P's and Q's for the man them that's trying to get me, rob you or whatever. Then you got a cat that wants to take your life, blood. Remember, you're sleeping in a cat's house, yeah? Because me, I was deluded, you know. No, when I went out there, I thought I was going to stay in a hotel, you know. <laughs> I thought I was going to stay in a hotel. I thought I was going to stay in a travel lodge. I swear to God, that naive, you know, dog. Although, obviously, some of my business have gone to country and whatever, in it, yeah? But that was years ago and that. And I don't know why I thought I was going to be staying in a hotel, literally. Um, yeah, you're, you're sleeping in someone's house that has mental problems and an addiction that would push comes to shove they might take you out to get a hit there was a girl that i met out there who was pregnant that was smoking crack and doing heroin and that these people they don't care if they're willing to endanger their own unborn baby's life they would they would do something to you they would do something to you so um yeah, man, you get me? That, that, that's when it could get peak and that like, you could get nicked out there. A man then could write you off. Man could slap you over. Or a cat could slap you over. Out in the countryside, fam. It's long. Um, owing man money. In my situation, was a bit different. Then, man, they tried it. So, you get me? They wouldn't be too forceful with it because they know deep down what they're doing. They're trying it on. They're trying. They're trying it on. Whereas when they know that you do, you do generally owe them money, but they're gonna come for you. When I went out there, I wrote by my book. I met a youth that was the same age as me. He was from Archway. He was out there, way over tariff. Like I was supposed to only go out there for like two, three weeks or a month. He'd been out there for months on end because what happened was when he went out there. He must have lost the food. He must have parked off about a thousand pounds worth of food and he lost it. So then he had to work off the debt, fam. The man that ended up going to his mom's yard and all them things, they're all by my book, blood. Long. Long, fam. Long. He tried to escape as well. They met him, they caught him at King's Cross um, train station. That's why they thought they could try to catch me at King's Cross station. Pete, blood. I know a girl that knows a girl that knows a man who, and this guy's a pussy, fam. He, he, he I don't know, he must have owed some people some drug money or whatever. It is. So you know what this guy did? If I know that this man after me, if I'm going to touch someone, it's going to be them. You know what this guy did? I don't know if he called the police or he got into it, into it with the police purposely, but you know what he did? He stabbed the policeman so that he could go to jail because he was scared of the guys that he owed money. Blood. I'm not promoting no one ching up no one in it, but fam, I'm not chinging up no innocent police officer. Yeah? If men are coming for me, then it's them that's going to get touched. Yeah? I'm not going to go and call up a, a, a police officer and stab a fucking innocent police officer that I could potentially kill because I'm scared of some other guys that owe money. That's how you know certain man that is. Pussy, blood. Seriously. Pussy, blood. I'm going to phone up a policeman 
or whatever, and it start a drama with a policeman to stab a policeman so that you go to jail because you're scared of some guys in a local area that you owe money for drugs. Just beef them. Just beef them. Come on, man. What a waste, man. What a waste, man. Certified five-star neat blood on my life. Um, the next thing, and like I spoke about the delusion of these women as well, the mums. Do you know how many times, yeah, I will watch things on TV, like interviews and that, where someone gets murdered. Like someone, someone got murdered in Tottenham one time, innit? And the girlfriend of the guy who was murdered by the police said, oh, my partner was never a gang member. He was not involved in gangs. My God, if you saw this guy's pictures, you could say, Gang member written all over his face. Man's got tattoos on his fingers, teardrop and all them things. I'm not saying 100% he had a teardrop. But you understand what I'm trying to say in it, yeah? Known GM on the ends. And you had the audacity to go on TV, not on, I think it was Sky News, you know, and lie to the people and say, my partner that was murdered by the police, whether... He was carrying a gun or whatever, innit? Yeah, it don't matter, innit? Yeah. He was not a gang member. Why lie? Why lie? I'm watching one of them programs with like, the, the murder thing that happened in the UK and that. And the mum of this youth came on the TV program and said, My son was never in a gang. They were just his friends. They were just, uh, they were like family to him, innit? He used to refer to them as family. They, he, my, my son wasn't in a gang. They got the wrong person in that. Bro, if you knew who your son was, your son was a fucking bad man. Your son had man in other ends shook. Yeah? Your son had seven men on his blade, blood. You just type in your son. You don't even type in your son's um, government name. Type in his tag name. And there's articles about this you. Yeah, how he killed off this person and then chinged up this person and that. These women out here are delusional, blood. But you know, they're not even delusional. They're lying to themselves. They know, they know deep down. They know deep down. They know deep down, man, that their son is a gang member and that. There's some woman, her son got killed in Tootin. And um, before he got killed, he got stabbed about a year before that. So this youth was like 19, 20 years old. He got murdered. But one year before that, he got stabbed and his mom asked him, who are the people that stabbed you? And he didn't want to say. The fact that he wanted to remain them anonymous just tells you that this guy is not innocent. He's involved in, <clears throat> he's involved in something. Because if you are an innocent civilian, if you don't know who they are, you're going to say you don't know. And if you do know who they are, I'm not saying you're going to tell the police, but you tell your mom, oh, it was this guy and this guy, or it was this gang of people. I don't know who he was specifically, but I know it was that gang of people. Because I know the faces, or I'm in this particular area, so it must have been them. Only someone who is involved in stuff, who's in, um, guilty, got a guilty conscience for whatever reason, yeah? a man that's involved would not even say who it was to his mum. Why would you? Why would you not tell him? I'm not saying tell the police. I'm not saying that your mum's gonna tell the police. But if you know who stabbed you, and your mum asks, why would you not tell your mum? 
That ain't made no sense. You're hiding stuff. And then a year later, I think he got shot or he got stabbed. And then his family will try and proclaim and claim, oh, must, he was innocent. And he weren't innocent. He weren't innocent. Innocent people don't get uh, stabbed. Yeah. And if they do, they don't get shot dead the next year. That's bullshit. That's fucking very unlucky then. You fucking Charles Bronson's son or something. You got a death wish on you. The fuck? You, well, how many innocent people you know, civilians you know, get stabbed and then they get shot dead the next year and that? And in between that time, they don't tell people who stabbed them and that. Not because they don't know, because they don't want to say. Bullshit, man. These, these, these women out here are delusional. I, st I still can't believe that mum took the boy's drugs, the 600 to 800 pound worth of drugs. Who, it didn't belong to him and she threw it discarded it and then the boys ended up killing him because he owed their money however long later when i saw that i was shocked i was shocked man yeah i was shocked man but yeah that's about it man um what we at one hour 40 mark put your last comments in i'm going in about two minutes got running tomorrow running day tomorrow so, got my little 30 minute run. Yeah, I'm coming off in two minutes here, so put down your last comments on that if you've got something to say. All right. Respect for the people them that came in, was watching, the ones them that's left for whatever reason, the ones that stayed to the end. 